Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we're going to be discussing The Last Resort. So again, memes are already posted. So I'm not going to discuss them in the episode, but let's jump into the reason we're here. The Last Resort, Season 1, Episode 7, Last Life. So, again, blanket, trigger, warning, Ed, Liz, Angela. They are kind of mixed in with the group, so just a blanket warning for them. I am avoiding the, um, the therapy session with Angela. Any alone time, obviously, with them avoiding all of that. So yeah, it's going to do it. So we see Jovi and Yara uh, working out together. And he says, listen, I'm just looking at your boobs. (laughs) Then we see Colonio's family. It's Oliver's birthday. So they're going to be having a little mini party for him in the room. He's five years old. So Molly and Kelly they have not talked since the Karma Sutra. He wonders if he was as an opportunity for her and that he fell in love with an imaginary person, an imaginary relationship. Anyway, so this is where all the fun stuff starts. So the couples are going to be having um, like a party together, like a, they're basically like a row party. And how is it going to be with Kelly and Molly? Kelly tells, you know, Jovi and Yara, I think was just there at first, kind of what happened. Jovi feels, and I think actually Ed and Liz were there as well. So those two couples are there along with Kelly. And Jovi feels like she isn't trying. Yara says, why be here? Ed tells Kelly that, you know, maybe you just need to move on. There is someone else out there for you. Kelly doesn't want to be there with her at all. So, Kalani and Osvalu, they come, and Osvalu came with Kelly's robe. And Osvalu's going to put it on for him, and Kelly's like, listen, this is the first, like, interactions I've had since being here, so put it on slow, and be jumped up with me. <laughs> um, so the boys now are going to go play some pool. Um, sorry, play some pool volleyball. And they um, are going to have to do this in the shallow end, because while well, that is short, <laughs> Osvalu... Um, can't wait to hit the ball into someone's face. Now, Molly has shown up, and she says, oh look, it's the Battle of the Bulge. (laughs) That was funny. But Kelly really doesn't want her there. He's like, why are you here? Go back to your room. He doesn't want her there at all. Yara says, um, he says that he is really trying telling this to Molly about Kelly. Um, and Kel- uh, Molly says, um, the Kelly I first met um, is not the Kelly I know now. So Molly says, listen, acts of service for me. That was an important thing for her. 
She says when she caught her hysterectomy, which if we watched, uh, what what show was it when they did the hysterectomy? Night Eight Diaries, I think. I believe that was a Night Eight Diaries. That's when we saw that she had her hysterectomy. And um, she says like he didn't do anything for her. Now, I don't know exactly what she was expecting him to do because he was in New York. But she says, like, he wouldn't even, you know, buy her flowers or buy her a card or, like, whatever. Like, he would do, like, something for her, right? Now, I do wonder if, although he said he was, quote-unquote, understanding of her doing the hysterectomy, we do know that Kelly wanted to have kids. And he wanted to have kids with her. She did not want to have kids. And that seemed to be a contentious issue between them. And it was kind of at that point that I'm like, okay, if he wants kids and you don't, then that is a fundamental difference. And I don't know why then he's with somebody who doesn't want to have kids or is at a point in their life, like she's only a few years older than him. Like I think he's like 41, 42 and she's like 44, 45. They're, they're not that far apart in age. So if that is the case and he wants kids, then he should probably be with somebody who can give him kids or better yet wants to have kids with him or wants to have kids in general. You're not going to get that from Molly though. So I, that is interesting for me. I always thought that was interesting. And now here we see it coming back again. Um. Anyway, she said like him not making an effort made her feel bad. So, um, yeah, the only thing that I'm going to mention about the, the session that we had, um, that we saw in the episode is Michael's mom passed away. I was very shocked to hear that. I did not know that. Um, I feel horrible for him because we didn't meet her on the show. And my condolences out to, to Michael on that. Um, so Molly says, um, how you caught me is how you keep me. And Kalani agrees with this because she says, like, this is an issue that her and Oswalu have. She says, you know, if I'm the only one that's trying, like, he's comfortable with that. But as soon as I stop trying, then shit hits the fan, basically. And well, for Kalani and Oswalu, Shit hit the fan. <laughs> so now the boys are done volleyball. Jovi brings up going to the strip club with Ed. Ed is good. He's good to go. He, you know, Kelly says, listen, I just need you to do, understand the rules here. I don't want you on stage naked. I want them on stage naked. Okay. And says, you know, it's fine. It's great. Cool. Jovi tells Ed, we don't want the women to know, so don't tell them. Keep it to yourself. And voice of fucking reason here is Ed, because he says, I'm kind of shocked that they don't want to tell their wives. Like, Jovi has issues with Yara going to the strip club because Yara doesn't like it. And then Oswalu is on the verge of having a divorce. 
So I'm not supposed to tell my fiance that I'm going to go to the strip club. Absolutely fucking nice. Like, I'm not going to lie to Liz. Who knew that Ed would be the force of fucking reason here? Kelly, he's like, Kelly's in a different situation. Okay. So it's whatever. But he's like, I'm not going to use you two as an example. He's like, I'm not telling, I'm not going to tell my, my woman that I'm not going to let her. And as we see in the next time on, he does not lie to her. He tells her. Uh, also, Ed is also very shocked that Esther Lewis hasn't been to a show club before. Anyway, um, so now everyone is doing some shots. So Spillie was demonstrating on a cherry how he likes the clit, and Kalani says he's good with his with his mouth. You know, he's good, and she says he is obsessed with her vagina. What is happening? <laughs> Um, he basically made a comment of, if I could eat it, I'd be great for the rest of my life or something like that. Anyway, but then Yara <laughs> says to Joby, watch and learn. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, he thought he was good, but I guess not. Then all of a sudden, Australia gets up and starts doing a strip tease in front of Kalani. And then, for some reason, the towel comes off, and he's butt-ass naked. We kind of see Kelly running away, because he's kind of in the view of his dick. And Asvelu then jumps on the table and starts doing squats, and his towel is actually hanging down. So every time he does a squat, it's hitting the fire that's on the table. So someone actually yells, he's going to make his dick go on fire. Anyway, um, and the ship teases that over. Kalani tells him, and I can end the moment saying, you know, you have a great ass. And then at the party, we're out of the end of the moment, back at the party, he tells Kalani, you have a pretty butthole. She says, thank you. And then he says, can I put my cheek on your cheek? And he does. And then like everyone is kind of like talking, not really noticing. And then they notice in the silence, you can hear a pin drop. Everyone has now noticed that they're real close. And then someone's Yara thinks that they're definitely going to have some sex tonight. And then Ed asks how Kelly and Molly are doing. So now we're back to the heavy. He asks Molly, why did you tell him that you're not in love like they don't love him? And she says, I didn't say that. I said, I um, am not in love with him. And then I think Angela has kind of showed up here. And she says that that's the same thing. <laughs> Again, for a reason. But Kelly says, no, you didn't say that. And then Kelly says, I don't, don't ask me why i'm here ask her it's like i'm trying she's not stop asking me shit start asking her stuff like come on molly then gets up and she kind of walks away but she does come back but before she does kelly says when we first got here he's like listen when we first got here okay everyone with their issues sat with her partner but did she no 
then Colonial Oswalu leave because they say, listen, we're too drunk and this is too much. So they left. Kelly says that he's done. Me, the relationship's done. I can't do this anymore. And Yara says, I feel like he is trying and I don't see that from her. Jovi says, but you are, or Jovi says to Molly, because I think Kelly has now left. So now it's just Molly, Kelly, Yara. Um, I'm not even sure if Angela stuck around. I think she did, but I can't remember. And Jovi says, but you are hurting him when you say things like you're not, you don't love him. And he's out like he's worked on um, a hard career and now he just wants to relax. And I understand that. But I also want to have her mom's perspective of how long do you relax for then? Like, is this you want to relax because you've worked a hard job and you just want to chill out for a little bit? Or is this more depression? Which then you need to be proactive about. Because I know, and I don't know. I don't know. And um, yeah, but there's also no understanding on her part on the job he's been doing for most of his life. She has no sympathy for him. But she says, I get that, but I'm a single mother. I'm a business owner. What can you do for me so that I can relax with you? 100%, I get that. You are home. You're not doing anything. And your says is actually a little later. It is a turnoff to have a man just sitting around at home, not doing anything, and not having the motivation to do something, especially when you don't work. I want it wouldn't turn me on. Like what the fuck? Like it's one thing if you are a hardworking man and you work, you know, forty hours a week or whatever, and you're you relax on your days off. And and the thing is, is like there's a fine line, right? I stress to my boyfriend all the time: you need to listen to your body because there were times he wanted and he would burn out. You know, listen to your body. You need to know when you need to take breaks. You need to give yourself that. You need to be able to recoup. And he um. He does better. He definitely does a little better. And he takes those days to recoup and get, you know, get back to the work life when work comes back up again in the week. And he does that. It's important. You have to do that. So that's one thing. But when you don't even have their job and you're just sitting around, not doing anything, dishes are piling up, laundry is piling up vacuum could come out and start vacuuming the floors. Folding needs to be done. Cooking could be done. Grass could be cut. All of those things. You're not doing a single fucking thing and you don't have a job. That would piss me off too. And that is what Molly says. Like he isn't doing anything, which then doesn't make me wet. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, Ed says he has worked his whole life and Molly says, he hasn't worked his whole life, Ed. No, he hasn't. She said that he's 42 years old. He hasn't worked his whole life. That's for sure. He has not worked his whole life. He's worked. He's even retired sooner than I think most cops do. Or, or I'm not sure if he's a cop or detective or what. He has definitely worked. He's retired sooner than that. 100%. But depending on what he's already, he probably started in his early to mid-20s. He's probably worked about 20 years or so. 
And usually they go to about 50, maybe even 55, depending. And that's, you know, that's a life, especially as a cop, as a fucking life. But it doesn't stop there. The buck doesn't stop there. Nine times out of 10, especially detectives, will come out of that and say, I'm going to become a PI or I'm going to consult or whatever. They figure something out so that they don't, you know, fall into a depression or not do something. So I do agree with her that he needs to be able to do something and he's not. So I see both sides of this. I really do. She's old me on it. But um, Yara says, listen, stop it, guys, stop. Because as I said before, it is not sexy sexy to see a man um, at home doing nothing. Um, that, that No ambition. And we also find out here, because Jovi says, is he financially contributing to the relationship? And Molly says, no, he isn't. And Jovi says, okay. He's like, I'm happy that I have this conversation with you because I didn't know all these things. I wasn't seeing it from your point of view, but now I'm understanding. So we'll see. But that is the end of the last resort. Again, guys, thank you for being so patient with me on this. Um, But we're going back technically into a new week now kind of back on schedule a little bit here so you know but yeah you'll get your love is blind hopefully on time and all of that so we're doing good we're doing good on time so thank you thank you thank you again but that is it for the last resort for this week so if you like what you heard please share reality tea times two with everyone in your life that's gonna help with our growth and we really want to grow this podcast. Another way you can grow it is by also rating and reviewing us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The links to those podcast links to the Spotify and Apple Podcasts will be in the show notes. You can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps, but if there is an app that you don't see us on, that you want to see us on, please let me know and I can get that up on that podcast app. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube by going to Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by connecting with us on either Facebook at Reality Tea Times 2 or Instagram and threads at Reality Tea Times 2 Podcast. You can also email us. We would love to hear from you. Also, if you want to guest on the podcast at some point, whether we talk about your favorite show or just get to know each other, you can email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com and you can make that request and we can talk and we can figure that out. So you can email us at that email. We have a new website where you can get links to everything. You can get links to our Facebook page, Instagram page, threads, 
Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything your heart's desire, as well as we do now have a Discord. You can follow us and talk to us on the Discord app. You can get all of that information at the website, and the website is www.solo.to forward slash reality t times two. I also have a new podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast. And you can either listen to us at YouTube at the link that's going to be in the show notes. I believe that is Next Take Podcast. And you can also go to our website. There you can have all the links to all of our social medias, email, everything. Our episodes as well will be at the website, which is www.solo.to forward slash next take podcast. All of the information, everything that I have just said will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.